coming up, we're talking about the low points in the Power Rangers franchise. Excuse me, I should have said the low points in the Power Rangers franchise. Yo, Sid Tones. I'm Rhino. I'm Kent. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Rangers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Rhino, as always, joined by my co-host, Ken. I am Ken. You are Ken, and you are realizing it, and I am proud of you for realizing it. Just now! I am Ken. That's what it says on these underpants. I can, Ken. (laughs) If you can, then we can all can, Ken. Um, So, yeah, so we figured we've been pretty, um, I don't know. I, I was too positive. Yeah, I was just about to, that's what I was literally going to say. I was going to say, we've been all upbeat and I, I hate to be the Debbie down or anything like that, but I feel like it's okay to call out when the things you love aren't great. You know, like when they have low points, because, you know, we're going to go through the low points in the power Rangers franchise, both through the show and some of the backstage stuff and, and, you know, stuff surrounding the show as it pertains to the franchise and whatnot. And, um, you know, some of those low points that we're going to talk about are the things that jettisoned it into greatness because of how low it went, you know, mm-hmm. like it was the rebound that we got. So and I mean, you, you don't get in space without having turbo. That's the way you have true. to think about it. You know, I mean, don't don't bury the lead or anything. Um, So, I mean, like and that's not to say we haven't mentioned low points previously. I think we have covered like a pretty consistent uh contrast between different like eras and and moments and things like that but i think this is mostly just like things that stand out to us collectively yes yeah um so should we go in like chronological order should we just randomly throw one out here i i think you ranked yours but i just well so i ranked mine but i feel like they are in chronological order okay intentionally then let's just do that let's just start and um i'll say you know and we're in agreement about this the first thing like as we move through the franchise that I remember even when I was kind of younger, I just remember being like kind of bummed out about it was low point was the departure of our original red, yellow and black ranger. You know, um, even at the time when I was a kid, I was kind of brokenhearted because, uh, you know, I I liked all the power rangers. But um, I also, you know, I thought Jason, I think, still is Jason. The power ranger is still, I think, like a great power ranger. You know, it's it's hard sometimes to separate actor versus yeah i know and i feel like sometimes i face that with jason david frank but Jason david frank's kind of all over the place too i will say that about like who when he started making appearances like dyeing his hair green and then where he is now and stuff like that so it's just you know it's growth and it's hard to grow up in front of a camera and all that sort of stuff and you know i know there's a lot going on with austin st john right now in regards to this franchise but i you know specific and i would argue that's one of our low points right in this moment um (laughs) but uh, I, I think one of the, uh, you know, the big ones is when they leave. And I, I do not love the white light. Like I, 
it's I don't even know I don't know that it's the episode I don't like, but it's kind of just like I get that that's when we met Serpentera, which we've talked mm-hmm. about. You know, is is great. It's scary. It's awesome. It's it's I like that it was this recurring thing in Power Rangers too that came back a little bit every now and then. And but I just even when I was younger, I was kind of like it's a very it's a very unceremonious goodbye. I don't know. It always felt off to me. Hmm. I I would agree. I mean, like peace conference stuff in general is like my second thing listed, but I think I was ranking them like initially like this is the most egregious thing. Um, but I do remember like I was like, wait, Zach isn't going to be on this anymore. And we've talked about this like in meeting different rangers and things like that and meeting Walter Jones and like the Black Ranger was my ranger that I like very young. I was like, this is the coolest. He's the coolest. I like, I love him. And like that went on to on Nickelodeon space cases. Yes. Walter yeah, Jones. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, he's the coolest. He's, he's going to fly the ship. He's great. He has the dreadlock. Like is amazing. Um, I should have mentioned space cases at, oh, at what? I'm so, I'm so stupid. When we were at Ranger stop, I should have been like, I loved you in space cases. Oh, you should have been I'm like these idiots. Um, but, uh, (laughs) the, uh, when they weren't going to be there, I was like, this is the worst. Like, I don't know how young you can be depressed. Yeah. But I feel like that might've been. And and on the flip side of this, I don't want to say like, oh, the low point is who we got in return because I think that Adam is like a fantastic power ranger. I love, he'll come up, he'll come up, uh, in our next episode, but um yes i agree and i i, I, I it's gonna i'm gonna emphasize this in a positive way just so you... yes uh rangers we hate the most yeah. um, no uh i i do appreciate who we got in return like i i was like oh when i think of other like rangers that are prominent in my mind the three that we got are great Um, I always feel like Steve Cardenas was destined to be the blue Zeo Ranger. I don't think he's like when I think Mighty Morphin Red, I don't think of him really. I know he's in the movie and everything, but that's at that point. I never think of the Red Ranger as the leader after Jason left. And he wasn't, you know, Um, no. And that's I I don't mean that in a rude way. I just think that he fulfilled that role very well. You know, and I think that that is very much something that they're emphasizing in the comics now up to this point is like the the thing with Rocky is he is not the leader of the team. Like Tommy is very much taking the role of the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like was a lot of the conflict between Jason David Frank and Austin St. John is like, well, who's a leader like sort of thing. And that's come up later. Well, it's it's like that beginning. That's the thing, you know, talking about the low point in the show and why I said I don't like the white light is I just hate that scene where Zordon is like, you're the new leader of the power. Ranger. The leader and of like, the team. Jason is standing right there and was like, cool. And you're like, cause they hadn't left yet. And you're like, but they, I don't know. All the Rangers they are already... doing eye side to side, like curb your enthusiasm music yeah. is playing. Like I, I just, I always, I never get that. I just feel like that's a huge stick to Jason. And that, that's where I've, and also I, I associate the white Ranger as the point where it became too much. The Tommy show after that mm-hmm. and not, not necessarily right away when he's the white Ranger, but definitely like season three, it's just too much. And yeah. 
it's I just, mean, I I love the aesthetic of the White Ranger suit, and I like the Tigers. Are, like, I love all of the visual elements. I just, like, what it did to the show after that, I'm just like, eh. Like, Guys, I feel like there's... The, the hard part was, is this management was like, White Ranger, White Ranger, but they didn't realize Kimberly is still here. Kimberly is your gem. And the chemistry between Kimberly and Billy was always the thing where I was like, those are the people that I was like, this is the thing that, like, I still to this day think about it, and I'm like if we were to do a high point episode, which I think we should at some point, I would easily yeah, argue that, that Kimberly and Billy's relationship is one of my favorite things, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because up to that point, like, and for us a while, like they are the originals, like they, they carry the team. Well, they're the only two originals left at that point. Right. I know I never count Tommy. I hate when people are like, Oh, it's Tommy. And I'm like, no, Tommy's he doesn't show up to like no. 20 episodes into it. And he's in it a jerk when he comes up. I almost said something else, but I was like, I don't know what our demographic is right now. Um, so, uh, I mean, I like if we're, we're honest, like I have a green ranger tattoo. Like I, I like the green ranger. I like, I I like the green ranger. I like the storyline of somebody being torn between the two. It's a disservice to those three kind of like what happens at that point with a transfer. Yeah. And, so and how it's a lot of that stuff is filmed because like those three actors were not there uh, because you know what, if, if the stuff that's out there, that's true. Like were they like left in the middle of filming stuff, like, and they didn't have footage. I was like, you know, well, that's on them. The hard part was, you know, the low point being associated with this, which is like the backstage drama, which is they were trying to say, Hey, so we make like zero money. We work six days a week for like, you know, 18 hours it's like a day. 40 episodes for a no, season. No, it's 60 episodes in the first season. So okay. it, even more. So that's three seasons in one season, essentially. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, and they were the number one, like global brand, number one show, all these things. And they were getting paid like nothing. None of it. They weren't getting, getting like paid. merchandise stuff. They weren't yeah, getting... No royalties. They're being be- paid below because they're not SAG. They weren't. It was a non-union th- uh, gig. And and and, and he, the sad part is, is like, you know, in history, you've seen it where like the Friends cast, they all banded together. And when they mm-hmm. all stuck together, they all ended up getting pay raises. And basically, they all made a million dollars an episode. And I'm not saying that the Power Rangers should have made a million dollars an episode. But but it's still one of those things. It's kind of sad that they were like, OK, well, we'll go all in this together. And basically they didn't all unite. It was only the three of them. And they were like, okay, well, if we stick together and they're like, all right, well then we'll replace you. And they're like, you can't replace us. We're the power Rangers. And they're like, watch us. And that's kind of the sad part. They wear helmets. Um, Yeah. So I was watching videos on this, this afternoon, like to prep for this. And like, there's an interview with Walter Jones where he's talking about it. And he's like talking about how kind of like that, whole thing kind of like came about and kind of how quickly the turnaround was and how much like how easy it was to kind of like replace them because like you think casting call for like power rangers like people were signing up easily um and it's insane um they were talking about like at that point they were talking about movies so the five originals were supposed to be in movies up to that point, like they were going to be contracted for movies, um, but they weren't going to get like pay raises, pay increases. So that's one of the reasons that kind of like spurred this. And when they left, like then, because we know how quickly the turnaround was that the three got hired on to replace them. 
they were essentially they worked for like a month and then they were flown to go film the movie. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, because I know like the wedding and. Is it season? No. Yeah, because it would have been in season two because season three Mm -hmm. starts with the Ninja Quest, but it's like. Yeah, because when Tommy fights the Green Ranger, that's all that's all filmed in Australia. They're like yeah. on a school trip in Australia. And that was because they like were they were already there filming too much. Well, the rat suits were, I think, were weren't they like from the movie? They were like cut scenes from the movie that they used. I don't Not, remember. It wasn't a cut scene filmed for the movie, but they were something. From we have to do movie. an episode on the movie, too. <laughs> it's a bummer because, I, I, you know, there's always that kind of fantasy of like I we didn't keep track of things the way we do nowadays back then about like what what was the movie going to be? You know, like what Mm -hmm. was the movie, the idea already down and like basically like Rocky, Adam and Aisha filled in the roles of Jason Kimberly and Kimberly, geez, Jason Trini and Zach. Um, or like what, you know? Well, yeah, because like, I think the closest, like we have that visual history of the power Rangers stuff. And like, I think the closest thing we have to like, what a movie should have been or would have been and then ended up differently is turbo. Like they have way more documentation about what that movie was going to be. Yeah. But I feel like that's on there. They, that was, yeah, that, that's them. That was like, a whole different matter. Versus yeah. like a thing happening immediately. Um, but well, anyway, I, I don't want to get into the semantics too much. Yeah. So I mean, that, it's, we've we, spent like 15 minutes on way too much on this one low point. So basically they left and it sucked. Um, and then kind of another, another low point though, that like occurred in and around this time for me was, uh, and I didn't realize this till I rewatched it, how bad it was, uh, in power Rangers Zio when Billy just abruptly leaves when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I was like, Oh, okay. I mean, they, they wrote it in basically where it made sense. Cause it, it tied into the, the Aquatar. Yeah. And, yeah. And the, like the coins and how they We're- made everyone grow older. So, like, he was an old man makeup for how long? Just the episode. Just the one? Oh, it felt like it was. It wasn't him. That's an old man. Is it literally an old man? Yeah. So he he's not in the episode at all. It's it's the old man. And they because he had left in the middle of filming an episode because he walked out one day. And I all I remember is the like weird video footage that they have. That is not actually him. It's just like a still that's like flickering back and forth where he's like, I'm yeah. And it's not his voice. Yeah. Which is very similar to like the other three leaving, right? Like the, the other ones like where they have bad ADR of different voice actors playing like their voice. Well, what kind of, what kind of sucks at this point anyways, is also that like Billy is the only original Ranger at this point, mm -hmm. you know? And, and the thing that is hard for me is that when I was a kid, Billy was my favorite because Billy was also the, a great example of, uh, the diverse types of people that are power Rangers, you know, diversity within like, um, you know, like you have people from all different cultural backgrounds are in it, but then also it was people from different like levels of like you know there you've got like, like interests the, the cool uh, cool popular kid you've got you know the the athletic kids and then you've got the guy that's like it's a science and he's the nerd and you're like that guy isn't going to be a superhero really you know and i always thought like oh that's cool the smart kid can be a you know a mm-hmm. teenager and then also billy had this big kind of character arc too with himself on the show and then the fact that he became such a 
like they wrote him into this such strong role where essentially Billy could have been like how Tommy was in Dino Thunder. That would have been a better character for Billy. And it was just like it, it to me was like, he can be this ranger. And I'm afraid that it was the background drama that led to them being like, you can't because you're gay. But I don't know if that I, I know the other part is they the they did speak out against him as well, saying he was not easy to work with as well. And right. And, you know, and that and that's unfortunate. But also I, you know, hearing all kind of the stuff he said about it and it is unfortunate I, that he I, I don't feel like I would be easy to work with, too, having had to work with the kind of like that kind of workspace. Right. I mean, exactly. I, I feel like I would be like it would be like one of those things where you're like there begrudgingly and you wouldn't be like, yeah, go team go. Well, also, you know, you, you the, setting it up in a way where he's supposed to be the new six ranger and then like, oh, well, we got somebody who kind of quit and walked away, even though you've been here the whole time. We're going to we're going to still make him. That's, this. that's like one of those things, like if you've ever worked a job and I'm sure no one else can relate to this, but like working in a job and being like very diligent, showing up early, like doing everything that's asked of you, doing more than it's asked of you. And like there's a promotion coming up and you're like, oh, yeah, I got this in the bag. And then they're just like, we gave it to this other guy who left, but we like him a little bit more. Well, and also like knowing everything we know now, it's kind of shocking to me that Austin St. John ended up coming back. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I, 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 I'm always surprised about that, but I love that Austin St. John. I love the inverse of that position where like Tommy became the red Ranger. And then essentially Austin St. John became the like six Ranger. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think he, excelled as the as the gold ranger i i just love that role for jason and i i always enjoy that and what's crazy is they're saying that billy was originally supposed to be in the movie because the movie was originally supposed to be about zeo and then it ended up being about turbo because it got like mm-hmm. pushed back or something like that but i just it, it's unfortunate to me I, billy's leaving was so abrupt and out of nowhere but like i just i i hate how it was handled i hate that it was like not everything can be Kimberly leaving, I guess, where you can say I'm going to leave, but I want to be like written out of the show. Right. You know, that doesn't really work like that anymore. But do you think like we were up when Billy was leaving? Like, cause you were like, Oh, okay. Like, cause you mentioned this previously. Like, do you think we were, that became something where it was like, Oh, I guess this is going to be the norm for whenever someone's going to leave. It's going to be super abrupt. And like, no, because Kimberly, Kimberly's exit was like, 10 episodes long. Okay. So I, I didn't think that that was going to be like the thing for, for then on. That's why I just didn't know, you know, yeah, I was too young, I think to really think forward like that, I guess. And when the like movie came out and then it was turbo and I was like, okay, they're graduating high school. What are they going to do? And then that's when they like had them all leave. And I was like, Oh, Oh no, they're all leaving at once, but that'll get us to a, what I actually believe is one of the most, like the lowest points in the franchise, not the lowest because I don't know. I really don't like a more recent season, but there are some. No, these these have to be the lowest for me. One, Justin. Two, Balkan Skull monkeys that talk to each other. They're chimpanzees. Like, what were they thinking? They had the chimpanzees that they used in the movie set where they helped like they're with Larigo and they were like, okay, we we have these guys. We bought them. What do we do? Give them to the kid. Okay, but like, can we put them on the show? Two more years of life. Like, what do we do? Like, 
also bulk and skull don't get enough credit that they are actually the ones who have been on the show them like my yeah. I, I like long i'd argue mm-hmm. that paul schreier has been in as many episodes if not more than jason david frank i mean it's got to be close <laughs> i know i know jason david frank came back for dino thunder but dino thunder is only 20 something episodes right yeah, maybe how many episodes is he in and uh is it but he's not samurai? in all dino thunder isn't paul schreier in like most of samurai or something like well he's he's in the show through lost galaxy so he's bulk and skull are in the show through in space like regularly featured through in space bulk and phenomenus are on terra venture but they're like only in a couple of episodes um and then um bulk is in and then bulk uh, is in the entire season of samurai so i'd argue that counteracts jason david frank's um season of dino thunder and there you have it i think paul schreier has been in the most episodes of power rangers and nobody is celebrating that i rest Uh, my case episodes over and thank you for having us i i am realizing this for this (laughs) moment in time though like i this is a big deal Okay, I, I, I can't handle this information. So we're, we're going to have to look this up after the show and then get back to you with some other stuff. I'll have to count the... the Are you episode. writing this down? No. Oh, okay. But I do I have to, this. unfortunately, listen to and edit these episodes. So I will get to this <laughs> nugget of information again. Um, so, yeah. But, but anyway, um, I just think, like, I hate... Turbo was a is a is a great example of where the people who were in charge of the show had no clue what it was that people loved about the show. And so they were like, well, kids, it's a kid's show, technically, you know, like, so we have to have a kid in the show. And I'm like, no, that that that's not it. Because like for me, it was always like, well, I look up to those older kids. Also, the show at that point, too, when they took the leap and they were like, well, screw high school. They don't need to be in high school. That's where the show excelled to me, where it was like, OK, we've seen what they have to deal with, like teenagers in high school. But what is it like when they're like young adults in the real world? And like, do they ha- do they have to have jobs? Are they like whatever, you know, and and I I just feel like Turbo was a look back in the wrong direction. Oh, my gosh. There's so much wrong with that show. I Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, even not, I was more so focusing on the movie even. So, like, I have the chimpanzees, bulk, and skull thing. There's also, aren't they invisible for a little while? What? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. I, okay. I When I was rewatching the series, I couldn't get through the first three episodes of Turbo again. I was just like, I forgot how terrible I hate this. Like, it's, it, I'd, I'd blame it on some stuff, but I'm like, like, Larigo, uh, not Larigo, um, is it Elgog the the one who's like Elgor? Elgor, yeah. He who's who's in in space again. I don't mind him in in space. And like, I mean, I think it's weird that he's there, but like, I don't hate it. It's fine. He adds that stupid. He adds that like uh, squat and baboo atmosphere to the villains in that in that season. But mm-hmm. it's just one I, of those where like I just uh, when he goes so, to fight Justin in that weird factory, I'm just like. Ugh. So for Turbo, I have Larigo as my kind of like main one and like the weird like walleye Pennywise thing that happens. Um, His entire weird family, I'm not a fan of like the it's weird to have like a so much focus on like a puppet type character that is like at least the face, but like have it be so bad. Um, 
it was very much it seemed like a TV effect sort of thing. Like that would have been passable for like 20 minutes a week, right? Uh, but to have that be in the movie for a large portion. And then like you were saying, Justin is awful. Yeah. Um, the transformations is awful. And then him just being like, yeah, uh, Alpha taught me how to drive. And it's like, I, I just, I hate all those jokes. I just hate that. To, like, that's like, I, 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 don't, I don't even understand that for that part of the franchise. That was kind of like, we're like, well, we'll do whatever, but you know what? It gave us power Rangers in space. And when they leave that brat, behind when they take off into outer space i'm like oh this show's taken off literally like the shuttle so the next kind of low point for me i you know when i was younger i didn't love lightspeed rescue i'm not gonna put it in the low the low point for this because i do respect for what it was like it was the first time where they're like well what if their identities really aren't secret and then more like government like the government has created them and i'm like okay so i it's like since time has gone on i've grown to appreciate this um because i i also didn't like the beginning of lost galaxy like i liked the idea of it but then it used so much of the japanese footage that i was like i think there was something about that where i was like why does this feel so like i did not like the original magnet offender storyline or at all and um I, I'm, I'm, I've got to go back and rewatch it now that I'm an adult because I think I might like it more. The second half of that season, though, I think is like phenomenal. Um, but I don't really know. My next low point for me for the franchise is really like I don't love Samurai, but I haven't watched it enough to really be like, that's a low point. I mean, I think it is a low point because I've tried to watch a couple episodes. And I think for me personally, I think they're unwatchable. Uh, but Megaforce is, I think even worse because it basically spits in the history of the franchise. Mm -hmm. It says says like your franchise doesn't mean anything. Like it's been on for this amount of time, but you know what? It's only eight year olds watching it now, so it doesn't matter. And they don't know and blah, blah, blah. They don't know what Netflix is and how they can watch all of these. Like that's the thing that bugs me is like kids today have more access to older episodes of power Rangers than we ever had growing up. Once the season was gone and over, you never saw it again. It was gone. (laughs) Like, Right. I mean, so like I have stuff prior to that, but like Megaforce is in like kind of into Super Megaforce. Like there was so much promise, I feel like, in that first kind of like moment in the episode. And then like the there's so much failed fan service that is alarming. And the like the acting, too, for me, is just so like it's 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 like bad bubblegum. It's like you. You you want to like it and you go into it and you're like, yeah, this seems like a good idea. And you chew it and it's OK for a second, but it immediately dissolves in your mouth. That's that's the integrity that show had for me. It literally meant nothing. I feel like it had story arcs that meant nothing. It it, it was as bland as the name. They were like, we couldn't think of anything. So we called it Mega Force. And then we named everything the Mega this, the Mega that. The the fact that the second season is called Super Mega Force is the stupidest thing ever. And I think, is no one there? Are these people not being paid to write this show? Are they just writing it because they want to write it? Like, I, I'm sorry to insult anybody that likes the show, but I just think it is a it is for me one of those points. Where I always think every season, if this is the last season, and this is how it goes out. Like, is this how the show is going to be remembered? Is this the period on the end of the sentence? And is Super Megaforce the one that you wanted? Ugh. 
that scene that you first see is so incredible. Like where you're just like, Oh, there's a promise of all these Rangers. And then they just, it's like you were talking previously about like having it be one of those things where it's like, this could have been a multi-part episode and it could have been great. And then to have it be like 20 minutes. And then the back half is like the 10 minutes of like the fight scenes. And then you have the mega force Rangers like fighting and like talking the entire time. I didn't realize this until you started bringing it up more frequently is how much, these rangers like because they're in the helmets like the the adr like voices like just like some sort of commentary on what is happening the nickelodeon error shows are every instead of saying yeah huh yeah it's comment 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 Mm -hmm. comment 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 and i'm like this is not this is not power rangers they're not every power rangers is like a sarcastic jerk or just like a punny, like, I don't, I don't like that. And nobody, and like, they've started to kind of pull it back a little bit, but it's just one of those where I'm like, I, was that a requirement by like Nickelodeon? I don't understand where that came from. Cause like, yeah, they would say some stuff, but it, if you look, I, I forget what, uh, when we were watching forever red, they're not saying much at all during their fight scenes at all. And I am still like glued to the screen, even though I've seen the episode a hundred times. And it's, it's a strange contrast to like a, another anniversary episode that we get like only a few years later where I'm just like, I enjoy this way more. Yeah. And I feel like it's less like, it should have been less impactful than that. The 20th anniversary episode, right? Like, cause that's what it was. Yeah. I just, I just feel like they're not celebrating in like, it is a huge milestone. There are so few amount of shows in the history of broadcast television that have been on the air as long as this show has. And on top of that, yes, I know the Sentai has been on for like 40 something years, but like the Sentai is Japan. And then we turn that into something else that American show, not to be like Americans, blah, blah, blah. But what's, what's always been fascinating to me is that every country in the world is airing our version of the show. Mm-hmm. So it's the power Rangers that are the worldwide name, not the Sentai as much as like all the people out here who are the fanboys of the Sentai and like, Oh, you need to watch Sentai. You need to watch that. I don't want to, I don't care. I don't like, I, I, I mean, I care that it still goes on and stuff like that, but it, it, it's two different cultures and I get what we're doing and stuff. And that's why some of these shows don't line up as well because people aren't taking the time to understand and all that. But I don't want an American remake of the same show. I like what power Rangers does where it looks at what it is and it says, let's make this thing and we'll just make it like whatever it is, like whatever we have. And I don't know. I feel like uh, it's just gotten so bland. They're like, all right, they're in high school. We need a new mentor and it's just whatever. But we need to go back. And so that's for me right now. I feel like we're in this kind of rut, except for I do enjoy like Beast Morphers. I did like Dino Charge two seasons mm-hmm. that two seasons when they're not in high school. I know they're not in high school in Samurai, but ugh, bleh. Uh, not. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, what what were some other low points that you had? I mean, I have all of Robo Knight, but I I don't know if that falls under the umbrella of you like what? Force, but like Robo Knight just in general. Oh, oh, I feel like that is just a garbage, garbage like Sixth Ranger treatment. And for some reason, the Christmas episode sticks out to me. You know what he reminds me of? The Blue Centurion, who I also hated. Mm, yes, or it's just, just like this. 
Like, like, give him a robot voice. Have him talk like blah, this. Like, it's blah, not blah, even blah, robot. I'm just going to show up every now and then. Blah, blah, blah. And I mean literally nothing to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Operation Overdrive. I, okay, so I haven't seen enough of Operation Overdrive to weigh in. Because I've seen, like, I feel like the beginning. I've seen the anniversary episode. And I know some stuff. But I know people hate it. But I don't I don't know. I, I, I think go. you've only seen, like, really the anniversary episode you could be like well that's a pretty good season but it's like it's good because of the rangers that it brings back it's not good because of the the rangers that are there from the season but operation overdrive had this kind of like idea of this high adventure sort of thing which if you think like around that time like pirates of the caribbean kind of like was like a huge thing and kind of like pirates in general were coming back video games and all this other stuff and like this kind of idea of these rangers who are going around to have these kind of like adventures in different areas and find different things. Um, it had some sort of promise, uh, but it just faltered in so many respects. A, the suits are garbage. B, uh, they do. There's one image that strikes me and I don't know if this f- falls under like worst moments or like might be best moments, but it's like when the red ranger realizes he's not human and, uh, and he's just a head on a table. And it is one of the things like visually that I have in my mind when I think of Power Rangers so consistently. And I hate that because of this episode, that is the first episode, like first thing that pops into my head. Not like all these great grand moments throughout all of Power Ranger history. I have the stupid image of a stupid head that is like very much like a high school movie like effect that you would do. Like you have someone hiding under a table and you have a plate wrapped around their neck. And this is pretty much what you're doing for like your movie film. And they do it in the show. And it's like, this is how you're communicating that this character is a robot. Um, It might be best, might be worst. I'm not sure. So bad. It's good. Uh, But in general, that entire series season I hated and I did watch the entire thing. And the only really redeeming thing is the episode where you get like the once a ranger thing where everybody like all those rangers come back. Um, Mm -hmm. And that leads into like what we were talking about before, like the next episode thing that we're going to talk about. But um, so there are moments that are great in that season, but like overall that entire season, I, I just like left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like I feel like I, there are more visually appealing things in Megaforce and Super Megaforce than there are in Operation Overdrive in general. I There's also something about Operation Overdrive. I'm not entirely sure why, but I have like some sort of like construction vehicle like image in my head. Like when I'm thinking of the Zords, like almost like a backhoe or something. And I don't know why. Um, Isn't that what they are? Aren't they construction I, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But like for that to be the the visual image aside from like the severed head on a table, like is like that and a backhoe. Like when have those two things combined been a positive experience for anything to be a visual reminder, let alone for a children's show. Yeah. The yellow ranger resort is a dump truck or something. Just looked it up. Well, I I know the show is originally going to be called like Relic Hunters or something like that. And so I know it was a big like, like you said, it was a, it was that mystery. It was the, you know, Da Vinci Code, National Treasure, all these like Raider. Yeah, all these things was really big at that time. So it was like, okay, 
I, I I'm still going to give it its chance when I come around, but it is one of those ones where I don't understand because I do enjoy the anniversary episode, but I also didn't get the, that deep into it to know. I mean, I knew he was a robot and stuff like that, but um, I, 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 you know, and even at that point, I'd still argue, well, at least it tried something different because when people are like, oh, low point, and I'm like, yeah, but I feel like right now we're kind of getting the same thing over and over and over again and god help us if the season 28 is a high school season again i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know if it's a high school season that i read on twitter where someone was like you know here's what i'm gonna think of it's a high school season but here's the twist is that it's like a boarding school and each one of the houses is one of the dinosaurs that are the main zords and blah blah blah. and i was like okay I'd get behind something like that. Like Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, it was basically, well, that's what it was. It was, it was supposed to be like Harry Potter. And then like Rangers, like the, are the head of the, each house or whatever. And I was like, okay, hmm. I'm listening. Um, wasn't that like, but I guess like the blue Ranger and Ninja steel was like magic like that or something. Wasn't he? I don't, I don't need, I don't even know. I don't know. Ken, do you have any other low points in the franchise? Um, no, I had a lot for Turbo and Megaforce. Um, I did do the math on the JDF uh, versus Paul Schreier thing, if you want that. But no, I don't have any other low points. I do. What is the math? Uh, JDF has been in 232 Power Ranger related things as Tommy. I think there's a distinction because there are those things where like actors come back to do voices. Yeah. Um, Paul... Schreier has been in 337. Oh my God. Over 100 episodes more. This is, this is the thing where I was like, well, I don't know if I'm missing something. Like I was worried initially where I was like, I don't know if I'm missing something. Even still like for there to be a gap of over 100, like I feel confident in saying he's been in more stuff as well. We'll think, we'll think about this because so he was in the however many 20 episodes before Tommy even shows up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then he's in all of Turbo after Tommy yeah, goes. Correct. So that's a whole season right there. All of In Space. So that's a whole nother season right there. A couple episodes of Lost Galaxy, because I, I think that was the point where they were like, we don't really know what to do with these characters. Like we gave him this role of bartender, but nobody goes to this bar. And then, then a whole nother season of Samurai. And then also he was in the Forever Red. So it's like Tommy's not in his entire season of Dino Thunder. Oh, no. I mean, like, t- I mean, he's he in 38 be- episodes. So that's the one where he's like, that's the higher. He's number in 38 episodes. Yeah. Is that how many episodes are in Dino Thunder? No, because like the there's more where he's not in it. Hang on. I can pull it up. Wait a minute. There's more than 40 episodes of Dino Thunder. Because I, I thought that was getting to the I know. I know they got down. No, that can't be true. That can't be more than 38 episodes because. I think Time Force is 40 episodes and Time Force is... Okay, there is 38 because the the other, like the Red Ranger is in 38. Maybe there's 50 episodes of Time Force, I'm not sure, but... So if even if still like he's in forty four, it used to be twenty two and twenty two. I think like but, even yeah. some of those, it's only his voice. So like in in like even if you're considering like the Paul Schreier, like when he's like kind of invisible or he's the chimpanzee, like it's yeah. still his voice as bulk. There's other things. Paul Schreier has also been in way more where he's just a voice of a monster. Well, and also like hyperforce as well. You know. Yes. And I didn't include any of that stuff. I just strictly listed Tommy as wait, well. Wait as a minute. Bulk. Why isn't Bulk the face of this franchise then? 
Uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this, guys. And we why are we not talking about how Jason David Frank was in an episode of Undressed on MTV? Who knows? Well, I, I mean, I knew that. It, you know who else is in the episode, right? No. Like Catherine? Isn't Cat in the episode? I'm sorry. I just noticed his name is Carl. Who's in this episode? Yeah. Check the episode. Um, I thought another Power Rangers in one of the episodes he's in, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I knew he was on Undressed because my friends and I used to watch that. But um, why is there one person who's been in 40 episodes of Undressed? Isn't isn't there like a main character of the show? Is there? I don't know. This isn't my so-called life. Like, I thought it was just like a weird, like anthology series about sex. No, I think it was more like Degrassi, where it was like a bunch of different characters, but they were kind of repeating. I I don't know. I know it's not good enough to really get like, get back to it. Um, Where's but, my uh, Blu-ray edition of? I do need to know. I, I want to know anyone out there listening what you think the low points of the Power Rangers franchise have been. It, it can be anything. You can literally disagree with us. It can be points that you think are the high point. I'm just curious why you think those are the low points. So if you want to send us an email, podcastrangers at gmail.com or um, you know, send us something on Twitter, podcast rangers on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere you want. Just send us something. I'm just, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. I want to get a dialogue go, I, going. I know there are people out there listening. The internet tells me that it's more than just my mother. Um, me. But uh, we'll turn it around. The next episode is going to be pretty positive. Like Ken has spoken about four times during this episode. So, um, even when trying to be negative, I can only be positive. I know. Well, I try to be more positive about the show than negative, but it's just a point when you feel exhausted. It's it's like trying to get people to be six feet away from each other. It's exhausting. Um, so I hope that joke does not play in a year from now. Well, in like three. Well, I'd like to believe this podcast in 50 years when people are listening back and they're like, wow, this was this was podcasting. It's a time capsule. And that's podcasting. <laughs> That's my impersonation of Anakin Skywalker. Now that's what I call podcasting volume um, four. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you, Ken, for getting super negative with me. Hey, no problem. And thank you, one everyone out there, for dealing with us. But we'll be back, like we said, for another episode that'll be much more positive. But tune in next time for another episode of Podcast Rangers. Rangers. <laughs>